Okay. Episode seven. Is it? It's and... eight. No, this is eight. You're right. This is eight. Thank you. Uh, are we sure? Hold on. Those are... uh, it's fine. We'll, no. fix it. we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. We need to do. It's eight. Wait. We're not going to fix it in post. What are you? you yeah, if, you if I in, mess up and you say. You're in film school now or something? If I mess up and say like seven, Dude, I'll just why would dub we do over that? and we can, go. We can check eight. so easily. It'd be funny if I had to dub over it. Come on. Keep going. It's eight. It's eight. Final answer. Oh, God damn it. Are you still recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, good. All right, ready? Three, two. Hello, everybody. My name is Ethan. Welcome to episode eight of the exclusive podcast. I'm here with Jordan. Did you have to? As did you always. have to turn the page of your script right before your name? Well, I was doing uh, Markiplier's thing, so I didn't want to copy him too much. Wow, that was that was actually very Markiplier esque. Yeah, I kind of didn't mean for it to happen. It just kind of came out. <laughs> uh, what's up, Jordan? How are you doing today? Doing fine. How are you doing? Cool. Good. The ask, knee, ask the knee's, how doing. The knee's Tell swollen the up. Before, doing. I'm not too worried about that right now. I'm worried about oh. how swollen the knee is. It's a balloon. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your knee. How's it going? Well, I felt like the swelling, it has gone down quite a lot, but I, I felt like it was down a ton. And then I saw like my profile my body's profile in the mirror and it ah. sticks out so much it's not as fat as it once was but it, it sticks out like quite a bit uh is it still painful or are you doing well with that uh yeah, it's fine it's getting better i've heard you i've heard you complain about it a few times being a little a little painful during the game in sessions but yeah I did, that's good i did something in day to tweak it but what are you gonna do yeah when do you think you're gonna be um fully recovered for the most part fully recovered like back to like everything no, no pain no restrictions yeah uh back to walking pretty normal i'm hoping towards the end of october i'll be like walking around as normal as possible that's pretty soon and that's good. then it, it could be as late as summer to where i'm like at no restrictions and i'm, I'm back into everything oh, okay in january i'll probably start to ease my way back into a couple of physical activities but between october and december i'm, I'm hoping to just really walk and and take it as easy as possible yeah okay well cool that's all pretty soon so i like the sound of that yeah about another month nice another two months nice um when was the last time you went on an airplane <sighs> um before covid i haven't i haven't been on an airplane since uh 2019 dang dang it's been about a year for COVID, right? Well, it's also a little, a little, uh, quite a bit over. I know, it's, 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 oh, it's quite a bit over. Um, I was thinking about when I when I left Michael's, but it was when I kind of started there that it happened. Yeah, I think it's been about seventeen months of uh, of pandemic society, I see. and it's surging back up now. It's weirder for me than it would be for you because you don't fly an overwhelming amount. Would you say? Do you typically fly once a year or, or even less? Probably less. Um, I'm sure. I'll, I bet I'll start flying a little more. Mm. Because I, I talked about it in the previous episodes, but I want to start doing more things. Cause since and it's really fun. It's really fun to go and do stuff. It's cool. Since since high school for me, and even before, it's just because I moved so much, but really in high school, uh, I was I was on a plane a ton uh, all the time. Really? Why? Uh, for basketball, mostly. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Professional over here. Do you want to talk about your, your career as a basketball player? <laughs> Uh, it's a tale for another time. 
Uh, well, one day on the podcast, you have to talk about it, please. One day. Okay, good. I think that let's talk, let's rank our let's rank airlines. Let's go from like top to bottom airlines. Top to bottom. Because, you don't want to start. You don't want to start at the bottom and go to the top. Well, yeah, we'll go we'll start at the bottom. Is what I meant. We'll go bottom to top. Okay, who's your worst? Um. Well, first of all, are you, probably, how what all have you been on? So I've never been on Spirit, okay. um, but I've heard they're terrible. I've been on Delta, which I like Delta a lot. I've been on Southwest. I've been on United. I've been on American. Um, I've been on some other ones that I forget. Uh, can you name some for me? I can probably tell you. You probably know more than I do. Uh, United, Delta, Southwest, American, Spirit, uh, Alaska. I've been on Alaskan. Hawaii. Yeah, I have not been on them. Um, That's really about it, honestly. Those are the big ones. The big ones that people know. I guess those are the big ones. Unless we're missing something big, but... We might be, but it doesn't matter. Whatever. I would say, even though I haven't been on Spirit, I think that they're at the bottom, for sure. And then I think Alaskan might be right below them. You've been on Alaskan? No. I just, I, I think... So I haven't been on Alaskan, uh, Hawaiian, or Spirit, but every other one I have. Uh, I've been on Alaska airlines oh really I have. how did it fare it was fine it felt like a pretty normal plane it wasn't anything weird okay well i take that back then i i think i was on alaska airlines i, I went to canada and i think we took alaska that makes sense i feel like canada might also have its own airline but regardless is fine so yeah i think that do you agree the spirits at the bottom though i've been sure? i've been on spirit do you agree with that? Uh, it was super small, yeah. Okay, so Spirits at the bottom. I went with an AAU basketball team. It was a very, like, cramp. It was like flying in a minivan. <laughs> Have you ever been on um, Hawaiian Airlines? Yes. How about how did you like them? Uh, it was fine. It wasn't as, and I don't know if all their planes are the same model or whatever, but it wasn't as, like, up to date. And a lot of airlines, like, major airline planes are super old. They were built, like, in the late 80s. But yeah that's true it it wasn't as up to date as i was expecting uh it was a it was a very like vanilla normal plane experience going to hawaii and i just thought it'd be more like modern okay there's no tv you know after that then let's all, let's put those at the bottom then is that are you okay with that uh yeah those don't even really belong in the top whatever we, we can just deal with the the big dogs gotcha gotcha so I think United goes to the bottom of the big dogs. Okay. Because I, so I flew um, United back from Chicago, and I flew American towards Chicago. Um, and I also flew United when I went to Wyoming recently. Yeah. For both trips, going there and back, and it was the worst. Um, not only were the flight attendants rude to me for no reason, rude to everybody, not just to me, but I I hate the headrest they have. Specifically, the headrests on United Air- United Airlines are terrible. Like, I cannot lay my head back. It like tilts your head forward purposefully. It sucks. Are you sure you're not just uh, too short torsoed? <laughs> I'm positive. Okay. I'm positive. I'm positive. Um, because the one on American was great, and the sh- the sea was not shorter. So don't make a joke about that. I um, but I actually was able to sleep on the American Airlines one, but the United I couldn't sleep on at all. Is that one and two for you, or I guess four and three? I would say United is at the bottom, and then American. Yeah, American is third. Okay, ours are pretty close. I'm swapping that. 
You going United third and American last? I think American's the worst, yeah. And United's why? not Tell good, but American's really bad. Uh, I, I And I'm not even thinking of anything on the plane. Every time I've been on United, though, they had uh, pretty modern seating and those TVs in the back of all the things. Uh, American, it was just like a normal plane, but it's coming down to the service that I had the one time I can remember when I took American. Okay, I get that. It makes sense. Just abysmal. Well, I think they're different for both of us, so that's that's pretty interchangeable. Yeah, I mean, we weren't on because the, they were also out of line. ginger ale on United Airlines, which is a big times. one. That's a huge Dude, one. I was so mad because I always get to think of ginger ale. It's strange that a plane would even take off without Canada Dry. <laughs> yeah, it really well, is. They, they had it. They well, actually, no, you're right. I guess they didn't have any. They didn't have enough. Mm. They probably had like four cans, it's just for the pilots. So that that takes off points. That's why United's last for me. Definitely, definitely, I understand that. For um, sure. I know you might might disagree with this too, but I'm putting Delta at number one. No, I was actually torn between Southwest and Delta. Okay, because I knew you talked about Southwest before, and it was your favorite. I love Delta also. I love Delta. The pretzels they have on Delta, the little mini pretzels they serve you, are so good. <laughs> They're fine. And I like the packaging too. They're fine. I like the logo of Delta too. I like everything about it. The name is cool. Delta is cool. It's awesome. I, Southwest has a better logo. Uh, I mean, they're both super normal. They're just similar. <laughs> yeah, they're just airplane logos. Uh, I have Delta as number two, and I have Southwest as number one. Just because Southwest, you get to pick your own seats. No one ever really fusses. I, I feel like everyone who flies Southwest is just generally in a better mood, so it's not as hectic when you're on the plane. And they have the best that flight attendants yeah. by far. You know, I will also say though that on United, when I was going towards Wyoming, yeah, um, I took two trips because it was a there's a stop in Denver, and then we went all the way to Wyoming. But for both of the the both of the planes that we went on going to Wyoming, the seats were almost empty. Oh wow! We we had the three seater or the the six seaters for each row, and the whole row was empty, so we had the whole row to ourselves. Mm. And same with the seats behind us and in front of us and. I mean, there's probably 20 people on the plane. I guess it helps you if you're flying in the middle of the second peak of uh, COVID. No, because on the way back, it was packed. On the way back for both flights, it was crowded as hell. Uh, I think just going there from Austin and Denver, it was a little light. That's strange. Uh, That seems like it'd be such a popular flight. I think Wyoming is is a really popular place to go, but I just feel like... um, there's more people to go there from other places, maybe. I don't know. Wait, so I'm not sure it works. Have you been on Southwest? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. I've been on all of them. Southwest is I, good. I, commercial. I've I've only flown commercial with Southwest. I, I've done commercial and private with Delta. And wait, I, how do you fly private? Was that uh, at Memphis? We had our own plane. What? That's awesome. It was it was really nice. So obviously that's like SS rank. Uh, oh yeah regardless experience. of where you fly i feel like that's uh, awesome but that was delta i feel like delta does have the best actual planes interior wise but i think uh, so but yeah. i do like southwest the best i mean fair enough they're all pretty okay Delta's great the, those two those two are the best by far yeah memphis our plane was flown under like deltas it was it was a delta plane and it had delta staff and when we came back from spain also we had a delta plane that was really nice even though That's I got cool. so sick. Have I, I've told you about that, right? 
the plane sickness no oh Tell me. it wasn't it wasn't plane sickness I, I got sick the last few days we were in spain and i had some kind of stomach flu and i it was, it was just really bad really bad i was i was in the bathroom for a lot of that flight and i it got to the point where i was like oh man like if hell exists and i think i'm being punished for it it's right here like it hell is this <laughs> is me being this sick on this plane but forever I've been there a few times. N- never on a plane, though. That sounds worse than everything I've been through. <laughs> it was really bad. And then we landed at uh, Miami International and had to run across the airport to make our next flight. And I'm in Timberlands, tight jeans, and <laughs> just, like, so sick. More sick than I've ever been. Oh, my gosh. That sounds That sounds real bad. Yeah, but I'm a trooper. I've never – I've always enjoyed flights a lot. I told, I told on the podcast before about how Katie uh, got, like, the sinus pressure buildup on, on the planes – just for two though i don't know what happened it was it was landing in chicago and landing in austin that like made her head hurt really bad but it wasn't too too long it mm-hmm. lasted for a bit but i've never had any bad experiences on planes i've always been pretty uh happy to fly yeah that's just my one yeah i mean i think it's rare for people to feel pretty sick some people just hate planes though but i love them what can i say yeah they don't bother me at all uh, I'll have to come visit you in Chicago again pretty soon. Pretty soon? When are you thinking? I don't know. Before Christmas? Uh, Post-Christmas? Uh, I don't know. Maybe before Christmas. You should. You should know that. I think I'm cold not. weather Chicago would be a lot of fun. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot that's what we got coming up. Uh, well, if you, oh, yeah. if you are planning on coming, you should try to do it before, like, November. Because we're going to run out of bearable weather. It sounds cute, but it's not going to be fun. No, yeah, I know. And it's but, gonna uh, last a while, so if you don't make it before it gets like unbearably cold, you're not gonna be able to come here and like have though. fun until I don't think you're gonna I won't wanna do it. We're I, it's not gonna be fun to explore <laughs> for very long. I'll explore by myself then. I'll go I'll go explore. You can't do it both you can't explore by yourself both times you come. That's true. Well I was with Katie last time. We had a lot of fun. True, that's true, that's true. So it'll be less fun if I do it by myself. True. We'll see. I'll I'll probably come before November. That sounds fun. I'll think about it. Yeah, for um, sure. Anyways, planes are cool. That's all I kind of want to talk about with that. Uh, do you have any VHS tapes? Not on my person or or in my apartment, but I grew up with a lot. Because I still have a lot from my childhood. Yeah. And I, like, always take it with me everywhere. Like, I have... Um, I unloaded them in our TV stand, too. And you have the old, like, hey. good plastic Disney classics? Yeah, like they have the they have the paper covers on them too. Some of the, some of them are blank, but I have Home Alone, Lost in New York. Yeah, great movie. Uh, Donald Trump's actually in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. I have. Hey son, can you tell me which way the lobby is? Yeah, he says. Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no. He asked him, "Hey, Mister, he, which? Can yeah. you tell me where the lobby is? Right over he said, there. Oh, right over there. Right over there. Yeah. Good, a great scene. Probably the best scene in any film in all film. Um. And then I have Pokemon. I don't know which one it is, though. I, I can't read the title on it because it's too tiny. And it's, like, kind of scratched out. But it just says Pokemon on it. Pokemon? It's probably, it's probably like, Mewtwo's Revenge or something. On VHS, have... it's just, uh... It's just, uh, it's just the first one. Pokemon, the first movie. Oh, you think so? Mewtwo's Revenge, uh... Was it DVD? It's the same movie. I'm I'm being particular. It, it, Mewtwo's Revenge is what they call the remastered version. 
Oh, okay. My bad. It's... We'll just Pokemon the movie. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. Okay, you got it. <laughs> and then I have... Or it could be Pokemon 2000. It could be. It's a I'll banger. I'll have to take a look at it after this. Pokemon 2000 is a banger. Dude, both of them are bangers. They're both really good. Lugia was actually made up for the writer or director, I think writer of that movie, got permission from Pokemon to like kind of free creative control. So he was able to, he made up Lugia just for that movie. And Dude, Lugia's Pokemon like my favorite. liked it so much that they included him and uh, put Lugia into the Johto region for the next series of games. Yeah, and Soul Silver. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love Lugia. He's one of my favorite legendaries. I I was always so glad because so we grew up with Pokemon, me and my sister, which we're moving on from VHSs now. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's it. But I, well, yeah. I just I just want to bring it up that I have a lot of them. I think it's cool that I have a lot of them. It's 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 fun to keep them because, I mean, I only have like ten, and they're just little collectibles kind of you would like this there was this shop in dallas that i used to go to and they would have these huge uh not cardboard but it was like this brown paper bag package box and you'd buy it for like 20 dollars, and it would have like 50 or 60 vhs's in there like mystery ones random ones what no way not like random ones that you put in to find out like you just open it up and then they all are no, like yeah. complete but uh, yeah, so I, I spent like 40 bucks and got two, but we did for the DVD one because I, I got that for Kinsey. I thought she'd have fun with it. Yeah, it that's cool. really cool. Dude, I need to go there. I love that stuff. Yeah, that's a great I always store. I love going like to place. places like that or places that sell like retro game stuff. Yeah. Like N64, Genesis, all, all the good stuff. It's tough to find now. Prices are going up way Very too much. Very tough. Very tough. But I mean, I have old N64 cartridges that I've been playing for years. Like I have oh, yeah. a Star Wars pod racing, which sucks. It's a terrible game. Whoa. It's really not I don't I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good. Sorry everyone if you think it's good. That's actually that's actually just a wrong opinion. That's a really good game. Dude, I don't know. It's hard to control and when I was a little baby. It's child, not hard I to control it. at all, man. Well I have people love that I game also. It's a great game. I haven't visited it in quite a while. So maybe I should try it again. It's really but, really good. As a kid, it frustrated me so much. Oh man! But there's a sticker on it that says like one dollar, or like one sixty-four that my mom just bought at some random place oh, yeah. a long time ago, and I have a couple of those. And now you try to buy one on Amazon, it's a hundred thirty dollars for, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, all my even like GameCube games are that expensive as well. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely depending. Uh, some of them can get crazy, but all my all my old like Sega Genesis games, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo was like, those are my first. That was my first generation, really. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I still have all my original cartridges for both of those. Also, and they all work perfectly fine. I actually have like three N sixty fours now too, because uh, yeah. I I have one that's like uh, refurbished. Wow. And then I have two old ones that I used to have. All the same color? Yeah, they're all just gray. Just the, base. just the basic. Yeah. The classic Nintendo gray. It's a good console. Yeah, N64 is my favorite. I, I have two copies of Mario 64, too. Uh, and I, I that game is so much fun. It's very good. I replayed it recently because Katie got... um, She got me like new remotes and stuff a while ago for Christmas. Oh, yeah. It was two Christmases ago, I think. But I replayed it, and 
I beat it all in about a day. And it's crazy to think about that because when I was a kid, you know, I could barely do anything in that game. And it's it's only because like I couldn't read. Or I could read, but I just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. So I'd skip all the dialogue. Um I remember specifically on the level where um the Bubomb fields or whatever it's called. Like the first level you go to. Yeah. The the giant tower you go up to fight the King Bobomb. Yeah, you go around that mountain. I would always I would always struggle because when I get up on the mountain and fight him, I'd throw him off the edge of the mountain. He would just jump back on. But you're not supposed to. You're supposed yeah. to just toss him on the ground. Yeah. And I always thought you were meant to throw him all the way off and he'd get mad and just you'd have to keep doing it over and over and over again. Oh yeah. And he tells you just don't do that. But I just never read it. And I like I never remember how far I got with that game, but I it couldn't have been too far. And then I beat it in, you know, less than a day when I tried to play it again. I got all the stars at whatever. It's a, you didn't it's... go for a, a good old-fashioned 16-star run? No, I did not. Oh, man. I tried I tried to get a lot. I probably skipped a few, but I like to do uh, close to completion for my games now. What's complete for that? Is it 126? I think something like that. That sounds about right. I wonder. I'm going to look it up. Um, we should talk about fighting games because I was thinking about this a while ago too. Um, I feel like the curve for fighting games That's ah, for new 120 stars? 120, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, 126 is close. But I feel like the curve for um fighting games, like all fighting games, they're all kind of similar. Besides Smash Bros, it's a little different. But even still, like same thing. The curve for learning for new players is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I look up... Because me and Jordan have been playing Dragon Ball Z, which is a super fun game. Um, it's made by the people who made Guilty Gear Strive, uh, which is also, like, now one of the best fighting games, says some people. But I look up videos on, like, combos and all that kind of stuff, and I don't understand the language they're speaking. Have you tried this, Jordan? To look up. Like how to get better like, at Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Well, just like videos on combos. Oh, because I yeah. looked up, I looked up a combo video, and they say, they like give you letters that that stand for like certain moves, and it, it makes no sense to me. They say like R M and R L and Z T and X Y. It's just it's crazy. And then you, you go try to fight online, in ranked matches, with people that have just just started playing too. And they completely destroy you. Yeah, f- fighting games and MOBAs, I think, are the two genres of video games that reflect real-life skill gaps most accurately. Because with with all the most popular games, video games kind of have created the illusion over the past 20 years that everyone's kind of about the same skill-wise. Some people are a little bit better, but like we can look at professional Call of Duty players or professional Apex players and be like, Oh yeah, they're they're a little bit better, but like if I was thrown into that game, I I would do fine. We would get mopped in like a MOBA competition or a fighting game competition, and it's, oh yeah, they're just like real life because you know people are way better at other things than other people at certain things. But like, there's yeah. no real sense of chance for MOBAs or fighting games. It's all just very black and white. Either you do this this well timed in this certain sequence, or you don't. 
So it's not well, you're mean, never gonna run up behind somebody and get a cheap kill in Dragon Ball yeah. Fighter Z. And there's people that put in like so much time to learning that game. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. It does. And I think that you're right. Like it's it's probably the most realistic version of that because there's some people that can pick up a game like Call of Duty and just have like natural talent for it. Yeah. Just because it's 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 not about how you play. It's about like what you. I don't know how to word this. I guess it's not it's not about skill. It's just about it is about how you play, into the sense of use the same gun everybody else is using, and check corners. Yeah, there's too many external factors in like first person shooters and other popular games that have nothing to do with skill. Yeah, yeah. Even stuff like CS:GO, it's it's a little higher up on the skill gap, but once you get it down, that's all there is to it. Well, and the fact there's that not, I can kill like if we play one on one in csgo the fact that i can kill you one time in like however many games we play uh, yeah yeah and like consistently keep killing you at a way way lower rate than you'll kill me obviously but like that just you know there's <laughs> a lot of times there's, it's, it just comes down there's to luck. nothing yeah. else to where like if you've been playing a fighting game that long as long as you've been playing csgo and i just pick it up i'm never gonna you're never gonna drop a set on me well i mean even with um dragon ball fighter z i've only been playing you know, I would say 20 hours more than you. And when we picked it up immediately, you were getting just destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we made we made bets about things. He's like, if I can beat you once out of 10 games, then we do this. Yeah. And he wouldn't beat me. And then, like, now we've gotten to the point where we're both pretty evenly matched, which is which is nice. I like it a lot more. Yeah, because we we've kind of had the same ish amount of time put into it now, but I think so. You know, if, yeah. if we throw in a, a shooter, uh, it doesn't really matter what our difference in time or experience is. No. It's you know, it's anybody's game. Yeah, I mean, it takes you it takes you an hour to learn how to play. Yeah, like Apex, it take it took me probably five hours, and I, I got it down. Yeah, and then there's updates and whatever, but it's all the same. There's no fighting game or MOBA that exists that you'll have down in five hours no no sadly not sadly uh, not but what what is your favorite fighting game mechanic mechanic what do you mean by mechanic like your favorite fighting game engine like what fighting game do you think has the best engine and overall mechanics um well i love dragon ball fighter z i think it it might be my favorite because i used to play mortal kombat i don't like mortal kombat mm-hmm. um i think it's okay i think it's fun but i don't it it just got me so frustrated at times. Yeah. Um, if we're counting Smash Bros, it might be my favorite. Oh yeah, I think that counts. I think that's my favorite then, because I think it's it's a little easier to learn, unlike of the other fighting games we're talking about. Like the base the base skills of that game are are less combo-y and more uh, strategy. Whereas like. Games like Mortal Kombat have so many inputs that you have to do that can be really complicated but help you immensely. So it's like a it's a really good balance of strategy and knowledge. But with Smash Bros, it's mostly just strategy. Mm. Like once you get the controls down, you're good. Which I like a lot. Yeah, Smash is fun. But I've fallen off a little bit. Like I used to be I used to be a lot better. 
I think I'm still pretty good, but uh, it's it's just hard. And when you go play online on on any fighting game, or when I do, I mean, it's it's sad. Like I, it, it makes me frustrated at how bad I am. Not even that. It just makes me frustrated at how good people are. Like there's so many people that are insane. Well, with the amount of hours that like the best of the best, or not even the best of the best, but like the good people online. It is equal to where if you have like no combat sports training or experience ever in life, if you just go into like a pretty decent MMA gym and start fighting people. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. Which I want to try that eventually. You should. You should. <laughs> should I? Yeah, you should. Just jump into it and try to fight some people. Minus the fighting people, but I think you. I think you'd have a good time. There's a really, really great gym in Austin that you should check out. I, I might. No, I will. I will eventually. Wow. I'll I'll look into it with you eventually too. Yeah, you should. Oh hey, I finished uh I finished the book. You finished the book, sir. Yeah, you're all I done. finished the book, sir. Well I guess I'm not gonna talk about minus it. Minus two, you finished the books. Minus two. Um I'm really excited for you to finish it. I want to talk about it with you so bad. Yeah, same. It'll be fun. Uh and you're not finished the Golden Sun yet. Are you close? Yeah, I'm like one sit down away. I, I cool. still okay. that one sit down away, I just haven't sat down. And done it. I I kind of figured that's fine. I won't. Don't worry. I won't beat you up or anything. Thanks, man. I was over here shivering. I know it's okay. <laughs> I had a lot to do. I had to. I'm I'm working out this leg, trying to get this this quad back to where it needs to be. Yeah, get it. I I believe in that more than reading this book for now. So do what you need to. A little bit. And then after this series, we're gonna pick something different. Do you want to pick um? Like another trilogy, possibly to take a break between, or I think we should do just one book. I think we should do Project Hail Mary. Okay, and how many books are in that? Is it just one book? I think it's just the one. Yeah, uh, I'd be down with that. Do you know anything about it at all? Uh, it's Andy Weir. It's great. People say. Perfect. Let's do it. Other than that, I kind of, I don't even really know what it's about. I, I think I kind of know what the premise ish is, but not really. I like not knowing anything. So I don't even know enough fine. to describe it. Okay. What's it called again? Projects. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Um, let's make a promise right now then. We'll do that. And then what is the it's it's not called the Acceptance trilogy. Uh Annihilation. What is it? It's Annihilation, something else than Acceptance. Um it's the Southern Reach trilogy. It's the Southern something. I forget what that is, but we should knock that out too. The uh the three okay. books that uh annihilation connects to okay i'm kind of i'm kind of sad now that i don't have anything to read tonight i i wore out my resources so i gotta buy something soon do you not have any books in the house no well, actually i probably do but Dude, i'm not too interested in most if of them. you're if you're waiting on me um while you're waiting you should read stormfront by jim butcher okay have you already read that i have i think you would like it a lot is it just one book? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's book one of the Dresden Files. You can totally read it on its own, and you're you're fine. It doesn't like leave off in the way that like a Red Rising will, to where like there's more to the story that you kind of need to know immediately. Uh, yes, but there are over twenty books, and I think it's still going. Oh my god! Wow. But you'll you'll have a super fun time reading the first one. Okay. Um, I might do that then, because yeah. I got some time. You're gonna have to read the whole book, I'll, the whole Morning Star. I'll send you a link after this then, because I think you'd love it. Thank you. So we'll get, I'll get that book, Stormfront, and 
Project Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Yes. Good. We got our next one picked out then. There it is. I didn't even have to research. You just did it for us. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, how many books have you read in total, do you think? In, in, in my life? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't this mine's, mine's pretty low. I um well I just I started I just started keeping track. I, I actually like a couple weeks ago opened an Excel file because I wanted to start keeping track of everything. Um so okay. in August alone I've I've read fifteen. That's quite a bit. That's a lot. Yeah. In just wait, in just August you read fifteen? That's crazy actually. Yeah. What did you read? One of them was a novella. Okay. Um but That's insane, dude. That's the that's the only thing. I don't think I've even read fifteen books in my life so far. Yeah. Including the Red Rising books I've just read. No way. Yeah, dude, totally. Really? Yeah. I, I mean I read Dracula. Uh, I read. I don't count like kitty books that I read when I was like really young. Well, like no David. <laughs> well, yeah, like that and um, what is it? Well, fine. I'll take. It's something. Th- I'll take no the David Magic off Tree my house uh, books. Is that what it is? It's like no David, and if you give a mouse a cookie off my list for August, then. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- and those probably count. Actually, let's keep them on there. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll let them say they're really good. They're. You need to read those. But yeah, besides besides Dracula and Beowulf, if Beowulf counts, it's kind of a play thing. I think but... Beowulf totally counts. So I read Beowulf. That was in high school. And then I also read the uh, Fahrenheit 451. Animal Farm, probably. Animal Farm. I read, ooh, I kind of read. No, I didn't read that book. Ender's Game? No. Into the Wild? Yes, I read Into the Wild. 1984? And again, for the books that you are suggesting, I just didn't read them. I just looked up like cliff notes on them. <laughs> to Kill a Mockingbird? No. Adventures of Tom Sawyer? Nope. Huckleberry Finn? Nope. Huh. Anything else? Uh, I think that's all I can remember from high school. I mean, that sounds like it's about it's about it. So I've probably read. F- Eight, maybe ten books max. You read Aragon, right? Oh yeah, Aragon. So that's, so yeah, ten. So it'd be eleven, eleven or twelve. Any of the uh, Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit? Nope, 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 nope. No Harry Movies. Potter. Nope. I try. I tried to read Harry Potter, and I kind of skimmed through a lot of it. But I read like the first book, but I don't. I don't count it though because I I skimmed through it. No Redwall growing up. No. Not a lot, man. Not a lot. Yeah. But I'm pretty quick at it as a reader, aren't I? Yeah. For not having that much experience. You're a focused and thoughtful reader from what I've experienced. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I just really enjoy certain books. I've always enjoyed books. I just haven't ever read too many. I don't know why. Uh, just never, never interested. But now I am. And dude, I loved Red Rising. All of them. Like I said, I'm not gonna talk about it though. I want to so bad, but I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, it's good. I uh, I gave it. I will say nothing at all. I gave it a 92. percent 
so far? I did. It is 92 out of 100 or out of 93? Out of 100. It's my second highest ranked book for uh, August. Oh, really? That makes me so happy. I'm glad I, I started off pretty Stormfront is actually number well. one at 96%. Okay, well, I got to read that one next then. Yeah. So there's you said there's 20 books. How many in the in the series? I think it's on like 23 right now. Wow. And they're all just kind of like X-Files, well, like not related? Uh, y- Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, okay. uh, yeah, to where it's kind of like any TV show that covers crime. Cool. To where like the order matters sometimes, but it's not always necessarily episodic. Hey, what kind of what kind of games do you want to get into? Because we've been on a dry spell for for video games. Uh, there's not a besides, whole lot. Besides Apex Legends, which I love, but sometimes it can be a lot. You're also putting me in a tough spot because you have no desire whatsoever. And I know I just cupped this into um, the more difficult than typical games category, but like you have no interest in any MOBA. And I've always thought it'd be fun to kind of get into a MOBA and, and learn it a bit, but I know that's not your style. Uh, that's not true. Like, what game? It is true. I, I can name no. five MOBAs right now, and you'll say no to all of them. Uh, but, okay, t- name some. What, like Dota? E, no. League of, Love- League of Legends? No. Smite? Definitely not Smite. Heroes of the Storm? No. See, we've, we've, we've done this one. <laughs> I was hoping maybe one would give me, but no, no yeah. We've gone over this. And, like, you have yeah. no interest in RTSs either. Nah, not really. Yeah, so we're stuck with these stupid first-person shooters that someone's 11-year-old brother can kill us from behind with. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. It's it's like Fortnite, but yeah, it is the same thing, really. Even though we're pretty good at it. We're pretty good. I mean, we get in really good situations sometimes. Yeah. That's what feels good, though, is those wins we get feel so good because it's a combination of pure luck and skill. It's not even a combination of luck and skill when we win. When we win, it is a combination <laughs> of skill and the absence of other people's luck or us overcoming the, absence the of... luck that people were clinging on just for the hope of beating us. Yeah. I mean, I think RNG always has a little part in it, though. Not but when, when we it comes. Win. Well, when we win, no. But when it comes to... Uh, Except that one game. Like, the one got, one where we got Lucky Storm. Yeah. We got Lucky Storm. We never get Lucky Storm. We just had a really good spot on like a high ledge and nobody could get up to us. So we just won that way and shot down everybody. Yeah. It was it was the only one we've had like that. Oh, and the one where we were in we've the top of the tower fight. and the storm killed everyone. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. But besides that, we've had to claw our way to victory. <laughs> We've had to fight for our victories Every like everyone time. else. We weren't given anything. Remember when we played Warzone together when we first started playing games? And we were good at that too, instantly, because that's a baby game. <laughs> Careful. People love Warzone. Dude, I love when people are like, I'm so good at Warzone. <laughs> I'm so I'm so good at Warzone. I can also eat on my own. I'm so good. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Dude, I hated Warzone when we played it. It was pretty dumb. It's just, it's, it's just Call of Duty. I don't like it. Cause I've, I mean, I've always had a thing against Call of Duty, besides like Black Ops Two. Cause Black Ops Two is the first Call of Duty I got, mm-hmm. and in Black Ops Two, you know, it's the same as every other Call of Duty. There's just some people that are 
are really good at shooting guns and they've been playing for years and uh you know you can you can learn to get them pretty well too it's it's very it's the opposite of what we talked about with fighting games the skill gap is nothing like yeah. unless you're like a little kid and you're learning how to play games for the first time ever like i was black ops 2 uh it's gonna take you a little longer but you still get it like i was still killing the game when it was black ops 2 was the first competitive game i ever played uh that and like halo reach which i don't count because it wasn't that competitive well no it kind of was but same thing all the fps's are pretty similar yeah and this this no this new battle royale thing is is kind of getting to me yeah i'm over it been over it for a while yeah like it feels really good to win that's the only reason people keep doing it yeah because it really does like i agree but uh everything else kind of sucks about it i'm excited for battlefield the new one to come out that'll be fun i was thinking though i was remembering back to when i would play battlefield and i was actually thinking about this the other day um yeah apart from you i was thinking back you're thinking without me huh yeah all on my own back to when i would play battlefield and most of battlefield's online play you're totally on your own like even if you're playing with friends like you're usually not next to each other you're kind of off doing your own thing in the massive war yeah but we'd be together we'd be doing our thing together you think so though there's just so much that happens in battlefield i I know no i would no way i'd follow you and try to stick with you the whole time we would try but it's you know it gets crazy but that's the fun part is you you just you're just trying to stick with your teammates you know yeah perhaps i always had fun with battlefield i always thought it was a great game i actually always had fun with the first star wars battlefront the first remaster that came out on like xbox one Oh yeah, you know I I enjoyed it kind of. That was a great game. I didn't play a lot of it actually. I never owned it myself. I just played it uh, at my friend's house. Very very good. I've heard it's good. I heard the second one was pretty good too. Uh, it is now. Yeah, it was a little. It got off to a bit of a bumpy start. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, those games are so little talked about now. Well, people got mad at, really... at the second one, remember, because of all the uh, microtransactions. Oh my god, yeah, cuz EA owns Battlefront, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's everywhere too though. I think every single game that's popular and is good sadly has the bad side of it, which is the in-game transactions. People complain about Apex guns, some gun skins being pay to win. Pay to win skins? Really? Yeah, like the Rampage skin. Well, first of all, I picked up a, a legendary Rampage skin today. And it was pretty darn nice. But a lot of people complain about, you know, the legendary R9 skins? The, all the legendary skins have slightly yeah. different iron sights. Yes. And they're all kind of really good. I didn't know that. People, people, I didn't know they were better or worse at all. I think so, yeah. If I'm using certain legendary skins, I will opt out of any site and just use the iron sight. But, like, that's such a small thing. But people are like, oh, my God, like, no game can avoid pay to win these days. Uh, well whatever yeah yeah you know it's it's all personal preference i mean it, it makes sense i get it kind of but you're right i don't think that was respawn's intention i think i think apex is good is is good enough with their with their apex packs or whatever they have um the battle pass is, they have is is fine i mean it's like every other game it's about as purely cosmetic as possible yeah i i think they give you a lot for what you get though like so. i've 
I've been so excited opening packs with with Apex because you get a lot from your um from your little battle pass thing. Yeah. And I always get a legendary. It's like I get them very often. And it may not be something I always use. Like it'll probably be a skin for a character I never use. But it's still fun to see that you get them quite often. Whereas a game like CSGO. Oh my god. Like CSGO is a is a stock market of skins. Yeah. And cases and stuff, and it's disgusting. And you have to pay to open them all, right? Yeah, yeah. You get a case after a game sometimes, rarely, in fact, and um, it's three dollars to open it or two fifty, I think. How silly! But I mean, it makes sense when you think about how much money you could get out of it. Um, because you know they sell skins on CS:GO for thousands of dollars. I think the the M4A4 Howl goes for like three thousands. Jeez. Uh, the Op Dragon Lore goes for a couple thousand. All the knives that are factory new uh, go for you know a couple thousand as well. It's it's a lot of money. Hmm. It's crazy. I don't know why CS:GO took off so far with that, but they, they, I mean they're if you think about how much money that that. Uh, that Valve has because of that it's 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 too much. It's pretty silly. It's too much, but I was sucked into it too. I mean, what can you do, man? Gambling is something that I think every one of us suffers for, and just a little bit. I actually saw something. Speaking of people suffering to things uh, that are caused by video games, I saw oh, yeah? something about China is I think restricting anyone under the age of eighteen to only be able to play video games on Friday and Saturday between the times of I forget what the times were, but they have like time slots to where they're what? enforcing like only X amount of hours on certain days for their youth to play video games because of the increased rate of addiction. Uh... I saw a headline, didn't read the article. I didn't think much of it until we started talking about this. But yeah, I think that's something interesting that, that is going on right now. Interesting. Well, did you see last year or maybe a year and a half ago, you can claim video game addiction as a disability, like on taxes and stuff and, and get uh, disability pay. Ooh, I better do that right now. Better do, I do that. I don't know who you contact, but it's a thing. <laughs> that's silly. I mean, it's uh, that's that's silly. It's pretty silly. It's. I mean, you, if you say that's addicting, then you could say everything's addicting. Because I mean, everything is addicting in its own way. Mm-hmm. I. That's dumb. People are addicted to work. True. That should be. That, that's a bigger problem than people addicted to video games. I think. Yeah, but then you have forced vacation. So. Well, that's true. Yeah. Checks and balances. Whatever, dude. Video games are awesome. These boomers need to learn to get over it, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I think. Uh... <laughs> I think we're past the golden age of uh, of video games. What does that mean? I think the best video games have have already have passed, come have out. long passed. I think so. Yeah, now it just it all seems uh I don't want to say recycled I mean, because that's the whole like there's no more original ideas thing. Oh uh, yeah. But the experience seems recycled, I'll say. Well, I mean, I feel like people have always been saying that, you know? Absolutely not. I think there's what? No way. 
Yeah, with like old N64 games and like Sega Genesis and all that stuff. People you think when Mario 64 came out, people were like, mm. this is the golden age. People were saying this is the golden age uh, right now. They probably were. And then they said it again when more stuff came out. I've, I'm saying that we're past it. Okay, well, I agree with you on that. Uh, but I don't know. I I always I always want to like agree with you on that because it does make sense and it in everyone always says that all the games coming out are really bad right now and I agree. But I want I want to hold out hope that I'm not that saying something... we're not going to get another great. I, I'm not going to I'm not saying that we're not going to get Super Mario Odyssey again. We are. Of course. We are. Yeah, yeah, of course. But of course. we're not going to get Sonic, Mario, Tomb Raider, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil. Yeah. Uh, you know that that's never gonna it's happen again because everyone can make a game now yeah it, it's similar to movies you know yeah so if you if you guys out there are interested in making movies please don't because you're making the industry worse or uh or be better or do that it's kind of hard to just be better or though. be better don't take don't take jobs that you don't feel great about that are just gonna rehash things that have already underperformed or been rehashed before something that was once great and they're just gonna take another script and slap alien on it so it makes a couple extra million dollars at the box office have you seen the disgusting amount of netflix original films that are uh like new hip young actors that are here's the thing i actually love what netflix does with all their bad movies because oh, okay netflix they have the advantage over most studios uh to where they don't have to worry about distribution and returns necessarily yeah they yeah, can yeah. spend a hundred million dollars on a movie that they're taking a total chance on they can spend you know, $150 million on a sci-fi, on an original sci-fi movie and hope it does well. Yeah, that's true. That's Disney true. won't do that ever. No. They don't take chances. You know how they play. The fact that Black Widow didn't do great, and yeah, it has to do with the oh pandemic. My God. But the yeah. fact that Black Widow didn't do great and they're already starting to backpedal on if Shang-Chi doesn't do well, we're going to push back Eternals. A lot of these mega production companies don't have the kind of financial reserves that we think they have like yeah yeah, it's a multi-billion dollar company but they can't afford for multiple marvel movies to flop no because that's high production value so i think that shang-chi is gonna be shang-chi is gonna be not as bad as black widow but still not good for um like people who go see it well, what did Black Widow do? I'm guessing it probably did around what, just under two hundred thousand, maybe a little bit more. Two hundred thousand, you think? That's real life. I, I mean, million. Oh, okay. I was like, two hundred thousand means yeah. like five people to go see it. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean million. Let's see. Let's figure it out. Is it? I wonder what the lowest. No. Uh, way more. It did three hundred seventy-one million. Oh, well, the fact that that's bad is crazy to me, but it makes sense, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, you know, I I think, here's the thing with the Netflix movies that I was talking about, though. There, There's so many on there that are, like, the same production group uh, with the same actors that suck. Um, and they're just made for, like, teens. They're made for, like, angsty teens that watch those movies, and they're really bad. 
and they make a bunch of them because they get so popular and it makes me so furious well because like i've tried to watch some of them and they're bad if you're netflix you already know that families are gonna subscribe you know yeah who who do you have to convince to subscribe if you're netflix of course and i get that like i get they have the luxury of doing that so whatever but it just makes me so mad. It, like, there's this one movie called Tall Girl. I think it's called. I've heard of it. Yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, it actually it got brought up so... in a in a film class. Did it? How so? I kind of zoned out when the conversation started, but it was uh, some girl in my class talking about how that movie was really bad. But like, I I take everything I hear in a film class lecture with a grain of salt because everyone's just mad that they've never made a movie. Uh, good point, but the movie is terrible. But I mean, everyone I knew that, so I it doesn't figured. really matter. Yeah, it's it's just like uh, I don't know, man. We talked about this on the very first episode. Entertainment's just it's going downhill. Not even going downhill. It's just there's so much garbage coming out with some good stuff too. It you just know? needs to be remodeled again. Mostly, mostly garbage with a hint of good. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're sitting here talking about Marvel movies. Some of the Marvel movies are the best movies to come out in the last 50 years, if you're being honest. Some people disagree with that strongly. A lot of people. But I, I agree. Uh, I agree with but it. But if you're going to sit here and tell me that The Irishman is a better movie than Infinity War or even Endgame, which I don't even think is that great, uh, you're stupid. <laughs> you're just a dummy. <laughs> All right, guys. In the comments, let's argue about Marvel if you think versus Pulp Irish, Fiction, Irishman. If you think Pulp Fiction is better than Infinity War you have a broken brain well that's just this yeah that's just like the classic so take off your urban outfitters pulp fiction graphic tee and take off those rose tinted glasses those nostalgia tinted glasses guys <laughs> and get over it you know take off your a24 socks that you got because everything else on the apparel site was out of stock but you still had to rep and just <laughs> be okay with the fact that Take off those crystal necklaces and crystal movies that cost earrings. hundreds of millions of dollars to make can still be great, great films. Infinity War is a beautiful film. It's it's so beautifully written, even though it's written by a team, even though there's just a couple names that get writing credits. Yeah, it's a, it's a boardroom of people that write these movies. I mean, I like the visuals. The entire thing takes place sure. either in front of a green screen or in a huge blue room. Sure. Uh, but, you know, there's artistry that goes into that, too. Well, yeah, it's production value, like all the all the CGI and visuals and all of it. It's an art form, really. And I love it. You know, I think most people's problem with Marvel movies is how it is inherently just a, a, a cash grab. And, a, a, and it seems like on paper, it's a low well, effort attempt to make yeah. a couple hundred million dollars. And I get it. Like most of it's kind of based on just comic books. Sure. You know? Like people just they just remake it, but but it's still it's still more work than people put into a lot of other things, you know. Yeah. Like people put in so much work to that movie to Infinity War, Endgame, all that stuff. I mean, I like even the old Iron Man movies, which I know they're not old, old, but old now. Uh, those were great. Like I love those. Well, and people are saying like, all the source material is there; they don't have to do any work creatively. But then people like Martin Scorsese turn around and like one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Definitely. But yeah, let's talk about the Irishman. How creative is that? You made a movie based off of a true story. <laughs> uh, and use the same thing. And really. use the three most 
like predictable actors you could have used and the fact that you needed these actors so that you use cgi to like age them down <laughs> because you just couldn't find other original like italian american actors to play these parts what's well, yeah and, and the irishman's just it's... not that good it's a stuffy movie and deborah screenmaker uh bless her heart she's one of the best editors of all time but i i think that should probably be the last movie she edits it, it seemed wow it seemed like it, it seemed like a film school project that where the students were given 150 million dollars to make that's quite a bit of money it's too much for a film student <laughs> they were overall overwhelmed with it it's, it felt that way did you see that i don't have a strong opinion uh, i saw a little bit of it i i don't have a strong opinion on it though but i believe you i mean it's it didn't interest me at all when I watched a little bit of it, and I didn't interested in going to try and watch more of it. So, mm. nah. But what I was gonna say was, um, I think that it's super interesting thinking about how most of the stuff that we consume, be it in books or movies or TV shows or whatever it is, a lot of stuff is predictable, and it doesn't always mean that it's bad to be predictable. You know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. 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 I told you when we were reading red rising, the <laughs> two things that were held from us, uh, I, I predicted one, a book in advance. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I'm very satisfied that it turned out to be that way. Yeah. And I mean, I talked to the, cause I talked with Katie about this earlier too. Um, cause she feels, she feels the same way about the books. She's like, yeah, there's some predictable stuff. Like, I think the same exact thing you talked about with me before about it. Mm-hmm. She said the same thing and, um, like she loves the books too. I mean, I, I do too. For me though, I don't really, I didn't notice those things too much. I, uh, I was very surprised by a lot of stuff Yeah, and I, I wasn't always good at guessing that kind of stuff, but once it's over and you like know what happens, it's like, oh yeah, okay. It makes sense. And the same goes for, like, everything. Yeah. Like, Star Wars, predictable. You know, Avengers, predictable. Everything is predictable. And I think people think that predictable is always a bad thing, but it's 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 a good thing. But what, what from Star Wars do you think is predictable? It just everything about it, the story, you know? You think it's... I just mean... What? You thought it was predictable? Uh you think even if you were to know not know about Darth Vader being Luke's father, you thought that would have, would have been predictable? Maybe not predictable, but very... Um, basic? I wouldn't say basic because it's not... I mean, I was... Cliché? I was raised with stuff other than Star Wars, you know? That, that wasn't something that was, like, new to me. And that's, that's, that goes, that's a different... That's a whole different point, you know? Because that's kind of what created a lot of things that are predictable star wars so maybe that's what it is you know yeah maybe um i guess every generation has their own version of predictable and what's not predictable i don't know how predictable i think anything from star wars really is other than the prequels because you know (laughs) where everything's going (laughs) but yeah that doesn't count i think uh i even think the sequel trilogy as as bad as some of those movies are um one i i think all those movies have something enjoyable 
in themselves as a cohesive trilogy it's very very weak but i do like certain things about all those movies um on their own merit but exactly there's not a whole like this a lot well, of the decisions made in all three of those movies actually except for force awakens everything in that is very straight line uh yeah i, I think there's is, a lot of a lot of new stuff going on i totally agree and that's good but i mean you know the ending and the story and the happy ending all that stuff predictable stuff you know i think that happens with with most everything and and that's a good thing yeah maybe uh because i mean i'd rather have it in that way end and Luke being happy that his father died for him or whatever and, you know, living his life or who, who cares. Um, but when you look at, like, I don't know, it's all about a balance, I feel like. Because the new Star Wars movies are uh, not very good to me. I, which one? I don't know them by name, but I think that the last one, which was the last, was the last Jedi that, the third one in the trilogy i uh, know rise of skywalker rise of skywalker was I, I hated that movie it's pretty bad i hated that movie so much and the one before it was not even that good either last jedi yeah last jedi was not my favorite either i liked it i thought it was better but i thought the um the first one was probably my favorite hmm. just because it was something new but when you think about it, it's, it still wasn't a great movie to me. Yeah, it's a new hope. I mean, that that movie's a, a lot better. Yeah, it's when yeah, it came out. It's in the same thing. Seventy seven. You're like, oh my god, new Star Wars movie, and you just love it because it's a new Star Wars movie. Nah, I didn't get that. When I saw it in theaters, I was like, this movie was better in 1977 when it came out the first time. <laughs> well, I, I thought that, as the average person, I guess I thought that. Sure. Because I think most people do feel the same way. I don't know. You know, everybody's so highbrow now. On, <laughs> I've seen the I've yeah. seen the original Star Wars movies. I That's true. <laughs> this movie is not that great. Yeah, and I've seen like it better. New Pulp Fiction is my favorite. There's like fake art house now to where like everyone everyone saw Parasite. Uh, I did not see it. Well, all Sorry. your friends saw Parasite. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think everyone just thinks. That, there's also not that much to know about movies when you're just like talking crap about them no so like everyone is well equipped to just like run their mouths about movies and talk about the cinematography and the pacing uh, it's much harder to talk about the good things well not even that i i just mean this the standard that people you can't just show up to a theater now and, and get something super basic anymore people are going to complain too much about it just because everyone knows more about movies now than they ever have yeah they're, okay that they're makes asking sense. for more and I, I think that uh, this is a good segue back to video games it's it's the same like yeah maybe we are out of the quote-unquote golden age of video games but a lot of that has to do with how much great things we've seen up to this point we're just demanding a lot more i think so i mean as as the time goes on you you want you want yeah. more more features more skins more yeah competitive gameplay well, yeah and it's More even skill based it's even like every pokemon game comes out and we're like oh, More pokemon <laughs> can't we just get a pokemon that has every region and the pokemon gets to walk behind you and we're just cherry picking everything that we've loved out of every other pokemon game ever i want i want pokemon that have three different types together and why of can't two. it be an mmo you know <laughs> yeah that's true i want to aim the pokeball when i throw it to catch things 
<laughs> which I think they're doing in what's the I new one called? Pokemon app. Legend of Arceus is that the new one? Uh, no, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I think it is. They're remaking Platinum and Diamond and Platinum. Yeah, or Diamond and Pearl. But there's also the Legend of Arceus. I think that's coming out, and it looks really cool. And it looks like they're kind of using this format to beta test where they might take the mainline Pokemon games from here. Cool. So, do you know what it's about? I don't. I haven't looked at it at all. Um, I don't know much. I saw. I saw its reveal trailer where it was like an open world Pokemon game, which I guess they all kind of are but it's it's more so open world to where it doesn't seem like there's a super linear path that you have to take from like point a to b to c to d and it's just like a very like sandbox looking pokemon game that looks like how yeah. i would describe my perfect pokemon game uh mechanically missing some of the like smaller details of things that i think would be like a perfect pokemon game yeah but it looks like it's just kind of like a little retelling like a new take on how pokemon could be moving forward Good. I might try that out then, because I'm I'm kind of tired of the new stuff. It looks really cool, actually. Yeah. Like I I'm not interested in playing um, Sword and Shield. I I kind of was, but I I don't know. What's up with that? I don't like... thing. Is that what it's called? Not Vmax. I think that's in the Pokemon cards. What's the thing where they're huge? What is that? Yeah, that thing. I hate that. I don't know why they did that. It's stupid. And then they didn't do gym leaders in Sun and Moon what that's weird i didn't know that yeah it was like challenges or something else they they need to just I don't know. figure it out it's, it's going too far it's going too far yeah i don't like the 3d i like the the 2d yeah i i can deal with 3d 3d uh, but you're right the 2d sprites with like minimal animation at the beginning and then they stop like i thought even, well, even the animation in black and white was too much yeah even 3d sprites with like the the 2d background is fine yeah I just look because they did that in platinum diamond and pearl and platinum. They all had like the 3d. Oh, look, you're going over this cool bridge. Even though it's a 2d game, we have 3d stuff, which is awesome. Um, but I don't, I don't really care for, um, the confusing, the confusion of walking around when you're also a 3d person. It just, it's not Pokemon. It's different. And they also had like the Pokemon encounters were, not random you like saw the pokemon when you were walking around remember uh that that kind of looks like legend of arceus in a way but i dig it oh really i think they're i think they're kind of nailing it and i think they're kind of testing the waters for this new look and this new well feel. i mean if, if they pull it off we'll see I'll i think you should yeah sure. you should check out that trailer i'm not i don't think i'm gonna buy a switch to play this game but this is the most intrigued i've been by a pokemon game in a very long time i have a switch so i'm excited yeah there you go you should buy a Switch, man. It's worth it. No. You play Super Mario All-Stars? No. What? Why? I can play Super Mario All-Stars on my SNES. Yeah, but this is the new Super Mario All-Stars. What? With? With, in, with 64. Uh, Sunshine. Sunshine. Both Galaxies. And... Yes. No, no, just Galaxy 1. Ah, see, that's where they messed up. <laughs> I never played Galaxy 2, sadly. Galaxy 1's better, but. I love Galaxy 1. She's very good. I, I recently 100% completed Galaxy 1. Whoa. It was fun. Yeah, dude, I've I've been super into doing that. With Whenever I play like a story game now, or not even a story game, just like a single-player campaign mm-hmm. type of game, which I guess is the same thing. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I always try to do like 100%. For Doom Eternal, I, I did 100%, and it was really hard, but I got it. I was about to say, that seems like it'd be tough. Have you ever played the original Doom? 
Uh, yeah, a little bit. I'm not, I'm not too big of a fan. Never grew up with it, so. Mm. Sadly, but the new Doom game is great. Doom Eternal is awesome. I've heard. The first remake of Doom they made before Eternal was better, in my opinion. Oh yeah, that one looks cool too. They look very similar. They're very, they're the same thing. Um, there's just a few things I hate about Doom Eternal that I like about. Do you ever play Doom Three back in the day? Uh, I don't think so. No, it's really bad. <laughs> I think I've I've seen it. I've seen gameplay of it before, but I yeah. never played it. It's pretty bad. But I mean, I I think that nowadays people can make games really good and there's always a good amount of games that we see that are good like doom eternal and doom the first one they remade are great examples of like games that are amazing that people make that are in the in the sea of garbage you know mm-hmm. yeah but i think you're right it just we we demand more and we see we see less of the good because there's so much bad coming out. Well, yeah, people are just the when, whenever your audience gets more educated, it's it's going to be tougher to sell them. Well, that too, and then just like I, like we said before, everyone can make games. I mean, yeah. you go on Steam and you see uh, iPhone games that people make on Steam, and they sell for twenty bucks. Yeah, and it's like the worst game you have ever seen in your life. So how do you find a good game out of that? And I mean, Destiny. Don't even get me started on Destiny. Oh my God, I I talked to Jordan the other day about how Destiny two is coming out with a new DLC that you can pre-order and it's a hundred dollars to pre-order it right now for a DLC of destiny two, which yeah, destiny two is free, but Oh my God, it it's already sh- has, it's a shame too. Cause destiny is a fun game. It's a great, it's super fun, but the fact that they keep adding more DLC and the fact that there's just some things about that game. that are inherently broken. Yeah. Uh, you can't come back and they just, they're not fixing it. They're just being like, well, more DLC that you have to pay for. We'll promise it'll be better this time. Yeah, man, they messed it up. And the, I, I just, uh, yeah. And I always was sad because we did, you'd have to get a full, like, fire team to do anything on Destiny. Besides, like, the story stuff, like the raids. Yeah. The raids, you'd have to get six people. And you'd always have to get with randoms. And I'd hate it because they'd always be so, uh, like, bossy and just rude. Because like it, people would do that raid stuff all the time. You're like, all right, yeah, I've done the raid five times, so just follow me, guys. I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Uh, which was definitely not the worst part, but you know, a lot of bad things. It's a shame. It is a shame. I digress. Whatever, Destiny. Do whatever you want. I'm not buying. I'm not playing your game anymore. And that's it. Oh. That's final. You're not ever going back. How can I go back now? How could I? That's gonna really s- stir things up over there at Bungie. I know. I that's why that's the point of this. I hope they listen to this and hear this. Yeah, they lost a good one. Bungie, you did a great job in Halo Reach and other Halo games, but you suck at Destiny. I hate whoa, you. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm sorry. I didn't mean it, guys. You didn't do a great job with the Destiny, and I'm ashamed. Yeah, they messed up. That's it. Well, I think, I think that's I think that's about it for for this week. Let's get into let's get into what you watch and what you're reading. Oh, you're all tuckered out. That's it. You're all you're all done. Yeah, all my aggressions out. We we've gotten upset over over video games. And you got worked stuff. up today. Yeah, man. That destiny at the end just took it all out of me man, too. Man, I could tell. <laughs> so, Jordan, what are you what are you watching? What are you reading? 
Uh, I think I'm going to spend the next week or so knocking out the rest of the Ozu films that I haven't seen. Uh, Yasujiro uh, Ozu such as? is a Japanese director that I've seen a couple of his things, but I really like his style, and I really like, and the the name is uh, is evading me right now of uh, his cinematographer that he he works with, but he has a a great cinematographer that has a very unique style and i think there's a lot to gain from from watching those films but uh i've seen tokyo story and good morning which are incredible a lot of people point to kurosawa as like one of the best not only japanese filmmakers but just filmmakers of all time but i think i think ozu is equally as important and if and i think i actually like his movies more than kurosawa's Maybe we'll have to check him out then. Um, so I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try to check out the rest of his uh, filmography, or at least make a pretty significant dent in it. Cool. What about you? Uh, well, I'm gonna read Stormfronts, and then we're gonna go to Project Hail Mary. Yes. Um, I actually want to rewatch the original Spider-Man movies. Uh, the Tobey Maguire, the Sam Raimi ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love those movies so much. Which one Dude, do you think is the best? The best? Um, I think the third one is the funniest, <laughs> if that counts. Uh, yeah, it might. I think the the best one is probably... Um, there is a right um, answer. Definitely not three. Uh, the first one is probably the best. Ah. I think the first one's the best. What happens in the second one, though? I kind of forget. The second one with Doc Ock, dude? With Doc Ock, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that tripping. One's, that, one's that one's really good. That's why you rewatch it. I, I, with, I missed it. Uh, with Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. He's coming back, isn't he? Yeah, I haven't, I've only seen stills from that. I haven't watched the trailer. and uh, I don't want to either. Well, I, I don't have any real desire to even see the movie. What, dude? I'm so excited to see it. Eh, I'm kind of marveled out. I've, I've lived my MCU life. I know you said that. And I had a great great time doing it and they're wow like i'm sure I'll, I'll see the movies eventually but i i have no real motivation or desire to like see them the first weekend they're out and to like avoid spoilers and to analyze them and think about them i'm interested in them and i'll keep up to date with them and you know maybe one day the opportunity arises to where i can be a part of the production for making one of these movies uh, and get paid a, oh, a pretty hopefully. sum but that's nowhere near the top of my priority list. And I, you know, there's just a lot of other good things to watch. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm excited because I just like Spider-Man movies, but you should rewatch the Raimi ones. They're so good. Have you seen the movie evil dead? Uh, no, I haven't. Should it, I watch that too? It is Sam Raimi's first movie. And uh, I've definitely heard of it. Okay, I know what it is. It's worth watching. If you haven't seen, I don't know if you will like it that much if you're gonna watch it for the first time now, but it's it's worth watching. It's a fun. I'm sure I like it. It's pretty fun. It's also pretty stupid. Well, yeah, uh, I I know a little bit about it, but I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah, I just have heard about it for sure. So yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch those again soon. Um, that's about it. I I wanna. I haven't. Like I said, we've talked about this before, but there's not a lot going on right now. I'll check out HBO, maybe get that Disney subscription, see what's going on with that. Maybe watch Loki. I kind of want to, but I'm not too interested. 
Yeah, it was. Um, uh, I didn't finish it. It was fine. Kinsey finished it. She loved it. I I just kind of like ran out of MCU juice. I get it, man. But yeah, that's about it. That's uh, that's all we got. That's all I got for this week. I'm excited to uh, revisit your Spider-Man rankings after you've rewatched the uh, the second one and the first. Oh one. yeah, I'll have a really good opinion when I come back. Uh, I for think sure. I think you'll be surprised at how great the second one is. Well, I don't remember them. I they, the first and the second kind of mixed together for me. The first one's very good. It's great. You will have a good time with it. But the second one is by far the superior movie. Yeah, I just love Tobey Maguire. He's such a nerd. Uh, he's a great, he's a great dweeb, Spider Man. It's great. He's he's a great actor. There's a he is. There's a movie that I. There was this the script that I was thinking of that Tobey Maguire was would be like perfect in this role, but I, I forgot what it was. Have you seen the should movie? I call uh, it? Should you call it Toby? Yeah. No, he's definitely sleeping right now. I he, I call him T, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, he actually told me not to call him T because he doesn't like when people call him T. But he says well, he, I, he only. I have his phone. What? Sorry, I have his number. I think I know. He says he's okay with me calling him that, but. Well, no, I have his number too. But I'm just telling you that the time that I'm I've like his best friend him, though. But it's, I mean, it's that's fine. what I'm trying to tell you though. He told me that he doesn't like like he has only told this to his close friends that he doesn't like when people call him T. No, okay, I know you say that, but uh, like we talk on the on the daily, and he tells me that he he loves when I call him that. I know, but I'm yeah. telling. He says you that I'm like he's, the only one that is he's okay with saying it. But he's told me that he doesn't like when anyone tells him that or calls him that, but he doesn't know how to tell them. No, you're lying. I have no reason to lie about this. You're trying to put a bar between us, and it's not cool. I'm. I, look, we can talk I, about this. Look, dude, we can talk about this next time. Okay, let's not talk about this right now. I don't want to get into this. Okay. Uh, have you seen Pawn Sacrifice? No. That's weird. That uh, one of Toby's good friends wouldn't have seen that movie. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's it, dude. Um, it's not that good. I think we're done, man. I think we're done. Yeah. Let's let's end, let's end this now, okay? All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Hey, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Leave a comment. Uh, who you think Toby McGuire's best friend is? Uh, me, Ethan Coates, or Jordan Mance? Uh, I thought, I one right answer. Say, I thought you were gonna say me, Ethan Coates, or Coates zero zero. You're just gonna get <laughs> three different. From my ways. username of you uh don't leave an actual comment of what you think toby mcguire's best movie is his best oh, performance yeah. and his best movie followed by who his best friend is followed by who his best friend is ethan it can be ethan he can have this one i, I actually don't think toby mcguire and i would really like each other oh well thank you that's very nice why do you think you would like him um i i don't know anything well about whatever mcguire <laughs> But oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm under the impression career. that he is kind of I don't want to say a jerk because I don't know the guy. But there's a yeah, there's that scene of him or that 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 thing of him oh, where he's in like the yelling car at the paparazzi. Well, that that's yeah. that's understandable. But he, I would do ha- have thing. you seen um, Molly's Game? No, with Jessica Chastain. Well, it's it's based off of a true story and Player X. Who it's it's a crazy story. You should definitely watch it and you should look up. Uh, I think kind, I've heard about kind of this the backstory. too. I might have talked to you about it because it's a really good movie. He he is rumored to be the real life person that Player X was based off of, and if that's true, then he is a psychopath. Oh wow! But well, but again, I don't know anything. And Toby, it'd be really cool to work with you one day. If you're yeah, not, let's not really. Let's not assume. X. 
Let's not assume, but yeah, you might be right. Who knows? He could be Player X. Racer X, right? Or no, Player X. Player X. Racer X is uh, something else. Speed Racer, yeah. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, we love you, Toby. Thanks for your movies. Thank you, Toby. Friend Thank of the podcast. Thank you, Sam Raimi. Thank you, Kurosawa. Sam, another friend of the show. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, well, I think that's it, guys. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. And good night. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you.